the book that covers not this issue of Christianity at all, but that covers the whole argument of Tajbih and Tanzih really well uh, is the vision of Islam. Because it does it in English, I've never seen a book in English even get the topic half right. But the vision of Islam, I was, I mean, these people, the, the authors, Chitik and Murata, Chitik has, has several books on Islamic philosophy, so he's read a lot on theology. Murata, um, that's the, the wife, um, has several material, has published a lot of works on Islamic Sufism. And if you're an expert on Sufism, you really get into the Tashbih and Tanzih discourse, because there's a whole argument about, do you start out with Tanzih, or then you go to Tashbih, or do you start out with Tashbih, then you go to Tanzih, and so on and so forth. And it, w- w- what I thought is that when they came together, uh, husband and wife, they were able to, to produce the first explanation in English of that idea in a very sophisticated fashion. And also they talk about this whole orthopraxy issue, uh, the, you know, the issue of Islam as a system of correct practice as opposed to correct belief. Um, uh, which they they reject as well, and Islam is a system of 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 proper methods of understanding, which then are manifested by by practice and so on. Because to say I understand, but don't do, then you don't understand. Simple as that. I mean. It, 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 you can say, I believe, but I don't do. I mean, I can believe that a car, that an airplane will get me to Philadelphia faster. But I don't choose to get on a plane. Right, but, but to understand, you must experience. You must do. That's different. I mean, I don't really understand how the, the airplane unless I ride an airplane. I can believe in an airplane without actually experiencing it. Just believe. So what? So that, that's that's a distinction. That's a, that's the material difference. And I think that that aspect. I mean, we're getting into comparative religion, but I mean, it's it's okay for Qulu Allahu Ahad because it's itself sort of invokes the comparative, the, the comparative, but that in itself is what I think, what must be presented in, in this society as a distinguishing earmark, I mean, it is not, Islam is just not another religion that you just adopt like any, you know, there's like all the other religions in this country and so on, or in the West. But that's the distinction, that's the difference. That's why, by the way, I, I think that tendency which, which Ahl al-Hadith have created, in which, which says the important thing is that you have the correct belief, but whether you do or not is something else, I think it's extremely dangerous. Because someone told me that in the mosque, or the, somewhere, they said that 
it doesn't matter whether you wear hijab or not, as long as you, say, you believe that you have to wear it. And then say, okay, I, you know, I, I, I believe that I have to wear it, but I'm not wearing it. Um, that, that's a very dangerous tendency. An extremely dangerous tendency. Because they don't realize it, but they're actually then eradicating the distinguishing feature about Islam as, as, as a religion separate from the other religions that have existed before it. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is a stylistic point, you should not take it as an imperative issue. It is simply a point of style that you have, that just the point is that unfortunately most human beings understand things in relation to who they are. And that, that's the point. It comes from the general attitude of Ahl Hadith as to all types of issues like that. thing is that al-hadith in many, in, in, in many ways, I, I mean, they stress faith, not understanding, definitely. Just have faith, iman. I mean, every time you tell them anything, they say, brother, you know, have iman. And, and they've been like that since centuries. The other thing that is, is really remarkable about them is the fact that they had many sort of um, Christian notions, like the whole idea of the return of the Mahdi, uh, the whole idea of the infallibility of the Prophet. I mean, the transformation of the Prophet into sort of a godlike figure who is incapable of error, incapable of mistake, and everything the Prophet does is, is sort of endowed with divinity. All of the, I mean, a lot of things like that, very similar to, to, to aspects of Christianity, and it's a fascinating thing. Because they're the ones that hate, you know, actually they, they don't hate Christianity the most, they, they hate Shiites the most. 